Parshas Pinchas begins with the Torah telling us about the incredible act of zealousy performed by Pinchas. When Pinchas saw a Nasi from Shevet Shimon publicly cavorting with a Midianite princess, he took the law into his own hands. Using a spear, he heroically slaughtered these two distinguished individuals who defiantly were acting promiscuously. And because of this courageous effort, he is known for all eternity as Pinchas Kana, Pinchas the Zealot. Moshe and the other leaders of Klai Yisrael were at a loss of what to do. Torah law does not provide for any conventional court-induced punishment for such an offender. However, Pinchas remembered the halacha of Haboyel Aramis, one who cohabits with an Armenian woman, Kanaam Poigenboy. Zealots are allowed to strike him. The application of this halacha is paradoxical. On one hand, halacha deems what they did as deserving of death. However, it does not entrust the carrying out of the sentence to the normal judiciary process. As the Rambam says, if a would-be zealot comes to Beisden and inquires if he's permitted to kill the transgressor, he's not given a license to do so. This falls under the unique legal category of halacha ve'eim marinken. It's the law, but it is not instructed. So how do we understand the concept of kanoi? If the Rabbani Shalom wants him to be killed, then that should be the Psak Halacha. And if we are not allowed to kill this person, then why is it that Kanan Pagimbai? So the Chadush Rim offers a beautiful insight on what is the true definition of a zealot. He says, we have to determine what his true motives are. What prompted him to act in such a bold and brazen way? Is he truly motivated to Kanes Kanasi, to calm Hashem's wrath? Or has he found a holy outlet or a convenient excuse for his individual aggression? In other words, is his act truly an act of peace, driven by a desire to reconcile wayward and perverse people with Hashem? Or is it an act of violence made authentic under the rubric of zealot? So how can we tell the difference? Says the Chadush Arim, the litmus test is how quickly he reacts after witnessing this despicable act. If he strikes immediately, then we know it was truly done by instinct. He was bothered and disgusted by this abhorrent act and could no longer tolerate the way Hashem's name is being desecrated. So he went ahead and took matters into his own hands and disregarded any possible negative consequences that might come as a result. However, if after witnessing the transgression he took the time to contemplate whether he should champion Hashem's cause or not, then he's not a true zealot. For the very fact that he came to ask a Shiloh, that alone disqualifies him. Someone who needs to assure himself in advance that he's backed by the court is no zealot. The true zealot has no regard for himself, not even for his personal safety. He doesn't even care if what he's doing is legal or not. He's simply determined to put an end to a situation that incurs the divine wrath against Kal Yisrael. Says the Chadush Ha'arim, that is how Pinchas acted, and that is why he will always be the ultimate Kenai. They say a story that Rabbarach Hagar, the Sered Vishnitzer Rebbe, once asked the Satmarov, why is it that the story of Pinchas commences with the last few psukim of Parshas Chokas, and we don't find out the rest of the story until the following week? He kills these two prominent people, and we don't know, will he be punished and vilified, or will he be hailed as the great hero? We are left with the ultimate cliffhanger. We have to wait a whole week to find out his fate. 
We don't know the consequences of Pinchas's actions until the Torah picks up the story again in Parshas Pinchas. So the Satmarov answered him, and this is vintage Satmarov. He said, Little kids learn the Parsha of that week, and typically they only learn the first few psukim of every Parsha. If the Torah would have completed the story and Pinchas's reward in Parsha's Chukas, little children would never learn about the story of Pinchas, since it is tucked away all the way at the end of Parsha's Chukas. Therefore, the Torah left over some of the story for the beginning of Parshas Pinchas so that children could learn about the concept of zealotry. Says the Satmarov, because little kinderlach also need to learn how to be a Kanai. And now we know. Have a wonderful Shabbos.